0: Thank you for listening to Live, Love, Give, Lead. I'm Brandi. And I'm Devon. And we are two entrepreneurs with a passion for supporting women in their personal and professional lives. Okay. Good morning. (laughs) Morning.
1: And we're here again, Devon. And Brandi. For Live Love Give Leads podcast. Yes, we're so excited. This is another going to be another great, um, great episode. Whoa, <laughs> I didn't fi- finish my kombucha today, or maybe because I had too much because I'm already like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but anyways, today we're discussing women in leadership, and this could go on and on and on. And could really break into like 20 different branches. This is true. Like subcategories of women in leadership. So this is just kind of a broad overview, high level of our experience mm-hmm. um, as women in leadership. And so I am sure that the listeners have lots of comments and lots to share. Of course. Because although we've come very far with women embracing women in leadership, we still have a very long way to go. That's my opinion. The world.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. And I think a lot of times with women in leadership, people immediately think of corporate America. So, it's we're going to kind of talk about I think a lot of different things yeah. just as you said, not there's so many different paths we could take, different branches to women in leadership, but not from the corporate perspective, yeah. kind of from a world view and yeah. then our own personal lens. Yeah,
1: for sure. I mean, I I was in corporate I don't even know. Maybe when I was like nineteen, Five. <laughs> yeah, nineteen. I worked at a bank. I don't know if that counts. Um, but, anyways, so the reason we're talking specifically from a woman's perspective and about women in leadership is because we really don't work, we don't with, work men. with men. <laughs> yeah. So, so don't take offense, men. This isn't um, to just leave you out or right. you know, you know, separate both genders, right? Yeah. Um, that's not really what it is. But we don't, because we've been in the beauty industry most of our lives, we just don't w- work with a ton of men. Very true. Um, And so, just don't take offense is what i right. are saying. <laughs> um, so let's talk about feel drawn to empowering women because the lack of support we see. This is true. Oh, yeah. So I made little notes here. Um, this is so true. Brandy and I really, the reason this project even started is because we just feel like women need support. Mm-hmm. And we know that we've felt like we've needed support and we know where to seek that um, and find, you know, if, if we're lacking in some area, we know where to find that support or that education or whatever it is. But not everybody instinctively either knows how to do that or has the resources to do that. Um, yeah. And so, and sometimes it, it has to do with not having the family support. Mm-hmm. Sometimes it's financially. Sometimes it's just you know no one's supporting your dreams and and really what you want to do. I know with podcasts, this is becoming very popular uh, amongst women and mm-hmm. starting their own podcasts and their own you know just business in general and sometimes there's some a real lack in support there. So that's true. Um I think just to give you an idea of why this even came about is because we feel so passionate about empowering women and supporting them and then, you know, talking about what that looks like as far as leadership.
0: Yeah, and we've worked, you know, obviously being in the beauty industry with a lot of women that are interested in pursuing their passion yeah. uh, for beauty. It's yes. not an industry that you get into when you're not passionate, typically. Yes. Um, so definitely, I think a, a large group of people that we've encountered are women that don't have people that support their dream. Absolutely. That's probably I feel the like I've come quote. across
1: that my entire life. Yeah. And, and you know, I was fortunate fortunate enough to be blessed with such determination and grit that nothing really deterred me. And I, I definitely, and we'll talk about this in another episode, but you know, I had this, I kind of had two moms. I had my mom and my grandma and I had one that was super supportive and I had one that, I literally didn't tell her. We just had lunch the other day. And she's like, well, why wouldn't you tell me that? Because you're so negative. You have nothing nice to say about, you know, my dreams and my aspirations. So I don't share them with you because you just want to crush them. Um, But she's 87 and you're not going to change that now. So that's a whole other podcast. But um, definitely, I know the difference on, on being in leadership when you have support and when you don't. And it's there's a vast difference. So I hope to inspire our listeners to, one, of course, continue to embark on your dreams, but also how to find support um, and then just what that
0: that that role in leadership looks like as a woman. That's what what I hope. to. And I even think, you know, how to find support and sometimes you don't have a place to find it. So knowing how to persevere when you don't have support, because maybe you can find it, you know, at some times, and then there are times when there's no one around you that's willing to support you. I definitely feel like, you know, being a person that I I love to work, I'm passionate about my work, and Mm. so many people in my life, including my family, haven't understood that. You know, it's like, why are you working so much? because I love it, yeah. <laughs> you know? So yeah. it's, that's definitely one thing, even though, you know, I have family that definitely supports and friends that support um, my passions, but they just don't understand the work involved with my passions. Yeah. So there are so many different types of support and we hope to, you know, as Devon said, just encourage you and how to find it. And even when you don't have it, you know how to get through that. So yeah. And I purpose. think,
1: you know, part of that too is, um, There, you know your purpose. And sometimes people haven't found their purpose. So I'm glad you brought that up that they say, well, why are you working so much? Well, when you know what your purpose is and you feel so strong and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, so connected to it, like I do with leadership and empowering women, there's nothing that will stop you. It's not like anything else, right? It's Mm -hmm. just like, you know, people wanting to train for a marathon. I mean, there's nothing that's going to stop them to condition their body period. Um, so there's all, all, you know, kinds of examples we could use, but being a woman in leadership and and drawing closer to your purpose, you know, you're on a mission. So anyways, let's talk about what our roles are as far as, or titles, which Mm -hmm. we just did an amazing training on identity and roles and titles. We Um, You will definitely see it on our site soon um, and in our podcast. But anyhow, what are some of the leadership
0: roles, we'll say, that you have? So for me, leadership roles, Devon and I have worked together. We've talked about this before in our other podcasts uh, for Multimedia Makeup Academy, which Devon owns. And at Multimedia Makeup Academy, I've served in... A lot of leadership roles. (laughs) Yeah, small Um, business—you wear a lot of hats. That's right. That's how it works. So I have, you know, been an instructor, a makeup instructor, um, and in that role, you know, obviously I'm leading up-and-coming and and aspiring artists. So I think that's um, a a little bit more like my old job. Actually, was work, which was working as an elementary school teacher. So that is a leadership position, Uh, but most importantly now, I lead the sales team and admissions team here at MMA. And then I also um, have a salon where I run a team of all women um, doing, you know, beauty services for uh, the everyday woman. And then um, we have like so many things going on. Sometimes I forget all of my roles and titles, right? Yes. Um, It's a lot. (laughs) It's a lot. So um, we, we have a few other like gigs going on and companies, but those are, you know, the main things right now.
1: Yeah. So now let's talk about kind of your identity, right? Yeah. So we talked about this and what your leadership within your identity looks like, right? So not yes. necessarily a role or title, but really mm-hmm. what your purpose and your passion is as far as leadership and, and a little different than a title you were given, but instead, you know, an innate um,
0: ability to lead? What does that look like? That's right. So, um, yeah, just so you all understand this, you know, your roles and your titles don't define you. That's the message that yeah. we're trying to convey at this moment. And you'll see more about, um, on our website, but who I am as a leader is not just my position. Uh, me personally, the way I like to lead, I like to lead with, um, high energy. I like to lead with, um, integrity. Integrity is, everything to me. Um, doing what you do with, with honesty and with forthrightness. If I said that word right. <laughs> I think so. Um matter word? I, I think you? forthrightness. Oh, let's ask our scholar. I
1: think it would just be forthright. Forth,
0: forthright. Forthright. Okay. So with, with not forthright. forthrightness. Okay. <laughs> Good to clarify. Um, and I am a, like, a big picture leader. Like I like the big vision. Um, and you know, what are we looking for in the end? Like what's our end game? So, um, that's, that's how I lead. And I, I also love people. So that really drives my leadership, making sure I take care of the people I encounter. Yeah. And so what would you say your style of leadership
1: is? If you had yeah. to like, and and I know there's so many, you could go online and they have all these different titles for different kinds of leadership. But mm-hmm. if you had to describe just in your words, not picking up a, you know, term, a, a term. Yes. Mm-hmm. What? Well, how
0: would you describe that? So I am definitely, I'm going to say what I'm not first. I am not That's a good. leader. We talk about the, <laughs> that in identity, figure
1: out what you are not. Yeah. Okay. What you are not.
0: that was funny. Um, So who I'm not is I'm not like a a dictator leader. Um, I I definitely love giving people strategy and helping people, you know, find where their position is um, or the right fit. But I expect people, because this is how I operate myself, to do it on their own, be autonomous um, and, you know, really create their own place. Um so that's how I would describe my leadership. Like I can be direct but I want people to um that that I'm leading to be able to find it kind of discover it on their own with my guidance. Sure. Uh, and I think that's a great value um of leadership.
1: I would say if you were to ask me. Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I I'll would
1: ask say it. okay. Um, I would say that my style of leadership, and it's evolved over the years. Yeah, let me definitely say that. You know, you I look back and I think some things I did. I'm like, oh, I hope nobody remembers that. <laughs> um, and, and really, it just helped me though become the, the great thing is I have such awareness that as soon as I made that leadership mistake of like whatever it was, I knew. Immediately, like I felt it in my gut, in my heart, it was like somebody stabbed me in the heart, um, because I knew that I didn't empower that person or that team. And so I guess it's a little going back to like what I don't want to be because I I experienced that already. So I would say I really, if I had just a couple of sentences to describe, I elevate others to be better than me. And mm-hmm. this is not a quality. And, and my staff really has brought this to my attention and, and close colleagues that that's not a quality that everybody has. Um, mm-hmm. Sometimes there's a lot of competition or I'm going to bring you so far, but not above me because I need to have control. Yeah. And I really believe and, and I, I've witnessed this by other people, you know, spawning off and opening their own businesses and, you know that were once working for myself, um, that was such a compliment because it made me realize that I definitely empower them enough to do better than I've done. And that is my hope. I also am a leader who doesn't leave anyone behind. Yeah. Um, I don't know, you'd think I came from a military background. But <laughs> I, um, I don't you know. know I, yeah, I just think, you know, if I'm going to enjoy my best life, and I'm going to live to the fullest, I want everybody there with me. So it does me no good if I'm up here and they're down here, and I have no one to play in the sandbox with. Right? Yeah, it's it's essentially how I feel. And so um, my one thing, though, so so that's really kind of what I the the part I like about leading. The part that I do enjoy. I do still enjoy about leading, but I mm-hmm. think that can sometimes be a little mm, challenging. We'll say is <clears throat> one. I speak truth. I'm like that 90 year old grandma, actually like my grandma who's 87, who has no filter. Um, <laughs> and so I will just call you out on your stuff. And I think, you know, for a lot of people I've encountered, they either like it or they don't. And usually if they don't, they don't hang around and that's okay. Cause we just weren't, a good fit. And that doesn't mean I was bad or they were bad. I think it just means that um, we didn't, didn't see eye to eye and didn't connect on the level of leadership and, and um, even professionalism that we, that, that we should have. So that's okay. Um, But anyhow, Oh, I lost my train of thought for a minute because the computer timed out. We're always looking Um, at this. I know it's like squirrel. (laughs) Um, Anyhow, so that's part of it. I speak truth and I also challenge, and like I was saying, you know, this part of my leadership role or my, my purpose anyways, is challenging even for me because I will challenge people and to a fault. I mean, they can tell me whatever they want to tell me and I am relentless until they get to the answer that I know is really the root of whatever issue Mm -hmm. or even success that they're having. I just don't let anyone kind of give me this surfacy, you know, snow, try and snow blow, <laughs> you know what I mean? Me into believing what they're saying. Instead, I keep digging and digging and digging. And for some people, it's too much for sure. Mm-hmm. But I pride myself on that because at the end of the day, and I've even said this to some of my girlfriends who, you know, my childhood friends who were, you know, have had some issues with how I've evolved as a person. And unfortunately, they have not evolved, right? Yeah. And so when I challenge them on certain things, it definitely can be um, put a strain on our relationship. Mm -hmm. But what I feel is that my true purpose is empowering women. And if I wouldn't be doing my job, if I was just okay with the first answer or the first result or, you know, whatever, whatever that looks like as far as what you're trying to overcome. If I just settled at the first You know, instance.
0: I was thinking, like, just settling for mediocrity. Mediocrity. It's like writing. You know, the first draft is never the end result. So yes, are you accept the first draft of a person? I
1: will not. I (laughs) will not. And I will continue to challenge. And and I know I've heard. You know, from 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 some of my staff that I um, no one has ever challenged them the way that I have. And and we once did an influencer um, training. We talked about you know what. What our impact is, just not even just as women, who's um, our greatest influencer? Yeah, and who yeah. we talked about who we influence, and then of course you know who our greatest influencer is. And I would say half my team, you know, put myself down, yeah, which I was did. a little shocking, and it actually got super emotional. We were, fine, it did, it was, and we kind had, dramatic. We have the one token male that's on our team that was probably like, what is What's going happening on? here? Yeah. A lot so, of estrogen
0: in the room. It, there was
1: a lot of estrogen, but I think but it was because, real. yeah, it was very real. And that's why I'm even talking about it is because I realized how real it was. This isn't about me, you know, bragging on myself or boasting, but I realized at that moment what an influence and what an impact I have um, on women or, and especially the women closest to me that I feel the
0: most comfortable really being so raw and so real. So anyhow. Um, well, I think what's great about that too, Devon, because- I told you it was my biggest influence. <laughs> um I think what's awesome is you brought up, you know, not just the good things about being a leader, your strengths, but sometimes what other people can see as a weakness is actually a strength for you, right? Yes. So if people see, oh, well, they're a truth teller, they just say whatever's on their mind. And a lot of people can be offended by that. Yeah, Um, which, for sure. Honestly, you I don't think- make friends like that. Let me tell you. Yeah. And I think if when you're in leadership, like you kind of reserve the right to not be offended. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, and at least the people that you're working with, you would hope that they would feel the same. So they're not yeah. offended by what you say, but some people could interpret that as being a negative quality, but honestly you know being able to hone in on those skills that kind of make people uncomfortable yes um just turned out to be really great in the end yeah and that's for sure. definitely something i have appreciated about having you as a leader is you challenging me i think that's the best thing a leader can do yes um so if you could name
1: five leadership qualities what would they be
0: five leadership qualities that a leader that, a good leader should have that a good leader should have but a, a
1: Uh, A woman who's in leadership, more specifically. I do think they vary a little. That's true.
0: Yeah. From male to female. I agree. Yeah. Um, So five qualities. I think a leader must be, um, I'm trying to think of the best word for this, but really like ahead of the game. So thinking ahead. Innovative. Correct. That's the word. Innovative. um, Leaders, I definitely think have to be um, willing to educate themselves. To continue learning, they have to be lifelong learners. Uh, Leaders also have to be really authentic. Um, I think that is a huge thing. Like you can't be a good leader without being true to yourself and doing right by other people. Um, And I think that's showing vulnerability, right? Yeah. That's where it is so hard for me to say.
1: But it's really important as a leader that you show when you've made mistakes, when you've done something wrong, when you made the wrong decision, when you got too emotionally involved, um, showing that I also need to, to continue to grow. And I think that's yeah. being vulnerable
0: for sure. Yeah, and I think in this day and age too, people expect that from a, a leader and especially from a woman leader. Yeah. You know, it's like in the past, women had to take on this, you know, hard role. Like they weren't emotional because of- I the, agree. You know, male, female dynamic. But I think nowadays, even in social media and with marketing and all of that, it's about being human. And yeah. so I think to, yeah, be vulnerable is important. How many was that? Three. I think three. Uh, So two more. Um, I also think that a good leader um, needs to allow people to be autonomous um, because you want people to thrive um, doing what they do best. You don't shove people into a position that they don't belong in.
1: Allow them. If I've learned anything, and the reason we've had such success success at the Academy is um, I've allowed people to be in the roles that they want to be in. So, mm-hmm. um, and let them flourish in their talents. So I definitely, you know, give a lot of autonomy, which is, which is, can be a fine line. We'll talk about mm-hmm. that too, um, yeah. as we dive deeper into, uh, leadership, but I definitely think that, um, when you give people autonomy, we're talking about I, ju- I know I just like, what blank every time i look down it's i like the raw blank i don't it's i don't know it's too much for me but anyway um i think that's really important we are you're talking about something else and that's what i was started to say but okay letting people thrive in
0: their you know, oh lives. yes
1: and their talents yes i i mean even when i've done renovations or any kind of um you know any kind of like my house or the school when we've done these overhauls right makeover when i allow them to and this is really true with makeup artists if you guide them too much any kind of artist it's awful
0: yeah that's you're gonna
1: not look good (laughs) um and the same with my house or other things i've hired people to do what they do best right when you hire them i don't care if it's your cleaning lady it's your makeup artist it's your you know rough carpenter guy let them do, if you really believe that they were worth hiring, then let them do what they know how to do, what they know to blah, blah, blah. What they do best. What they do best. Let them thrive in their talents. So that was a really good one.
0: Yeah. Um, and I think lastly, a, a good leader should always, um, I'm thinking about live, love, give, lead, (laughs) Uh, but should always want to give back in some way. I think that giving is essential. And when you lead and you lead and you go and you're accomplishing things, it's easy to get caught up. And even though you're giving back to your team, probably uh, you're not giving back just outside of everything else, you know? So I think that that's really important. Mentorship or whatever, however that looks. Yeah, I agree. And I
1: think think? there's a really good, uh, you know, as far as women, we have to be empathetic. Mm -hmm. I sometimes lack that because I am a very determined, strong, resilient woman. Um, And so sometimes I lack empathy because I think, oh, I did that. I had to go through that, you know. (laughs) Um, But everybody processes differently. And, And it doesn't mean... To be sympathetic always, or well, you can be sympathetic as well. but mm-hmm. I think being empathetic is even more important. and um, acknowledging that not everybody operates the way that you do. Uh, and so especially for women, they, I can tell you the challenge that I've had being a woman is that I'm the B word, right? Mm-hmm. Because, oh, I, I'm not considerate enough, or I'm not empathetic enough. And I think that's true to a degree. and I've learned over the years to to better recognize, take a step back, Mm-hmm. And say, okay, how is that person feeling? And you know, the project can be finished, but let's make sure that this person is okay. And I think that's really that's something you um, said a long time ago. I loved the the one-liner that you said, people before things. And so sometimes I just have to put myself in check. But I have been stereotyped in the past, not recently, thankfully, (laughs) I've overcome this. Um, But, you know, of being this person that isn't very empathetic or even compassionate and not really caring about people, that isn't true. I'm just, I operate differently. I've had to overcome a lot of things in my life. And so I think you can be stern, Mm -hmm. you know, as a woman and still have expectations because there isn't a past because you're a woman. Well, you know, I, um, I don't know. I have, you know, something personal going on at home. And, and yes, I understand that, but we still have to be productive. Like we can't Absolutely. just throw in the towel because, you know, our, our son failed his test or something more, mm-hmm. you know, awful, like having to grieve a death. um, I understand that. And I want to give you the time to grieve and the time to um, have resolution for whatever. But I also am running a business. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure if it was coming from a man or from corporate, you'd be be less offended. Mm -hmm. Right. But because I'm a woman like you, you expect more um,
0: nurturing quality. Yes. The nurturing Mm -hmm. quality,
1: which is needed for sure. And is needed in business, but you also can't run a business that way. Right. Right. If every time we had an emotional meltdown um, I, and I said, Oh, well, let's just take the day off because we're all, (laughs) you know, On our periods or we've had so much (laughs) terrible, you know, stuff go on and, you know, in our marriages or with our kids or with relationships, I I couldn't run a business like that. So I think until you're in this level of leadership Mm -hmm. too, do you really understand that? But it's so easy to call a woman the B word when she is a little bit more firm and a little more stern and
0: maybe a little bit less... compassionate than what you would want right you now but I think it's in those times though as a leader you know going through those things in leadership you've grown tremendously when you go through yes. death and and love and life yeah. and crap you know what yeah. I mean to get where you've uh, arrived to it's like those are the things that actually make you a better you so yeah for sure. Yeah.
1: So that's what I was going to ask next. Yeah. What, where have you, and I'll share some of what, you know, what I've done. Where do you develop your leadership skills as a woman? I know probably yeah. some of our listeners want to know where, what training have you had mm-hmm. or influencers that have impacted you?
0: What, what, what does that look like as far as? Well, yeah. I mean, we, I mentioned this, you know, valuing education and improving yourself is super important as a leader, because how can you lead if you're not growing? <laughs> yeah. Um, but definitely, I think that we both feel probably one of our favorite people has been Brenda Bouchard. Yeah. Um, learning from other, like, leaders and coaches, um, that's been huge for me. Um, and then also, I think, you know, being able to look at other leaders and, um Observe characteristics like me being able to look to you as a leader. Observe characteristics that you want to take on for yourself, mm-hmm. right? Seeing in others not in a uh, uh, an intimidating way or in a jealousy way, but looking at someone else like, wow, I actually really love the way that they do that. Yeah. So um, definitely learning from other leaders and you know coaches and mentors and people um, that are. High performers, if I use Brendan's word, yeah. um, in their, you know, respective roles, I think, is a big way that we've learned. Yeah. And I think, you know, just like you learn from experience, being in the role, yeah. you learn how to become a better Absolutely. leader, too. yeah. Because you're learning from if the people If you're aware, you.
1: if you're aware, for sure. Yeah, yeah I
0: what, mean, what if about you,
1: you? And if in your, you're in the business of empowering people, right? I mean, right. that will force you to develop your leadership skills. Um, I have definitely, Brendan was... A, definitely a, a huge influencer mm-hmm. um, but there's so many books I've read and podcasts I love oh, yeah. how we built this um, that's one of my favorites there's all kinds of entrepreneurs on there um, but I love to hear how you know in their challenges and tribulations how they handled that mm-hmm. so I really like to listen to different um, podcasts or read blurbs or stories or whatever uh, bought audio books yeah mm-hmm. audi- I'm a big proponent of audiobooks okay. I don't have a ton of time to read at night and usually I'm exhausted. Um, But anyway, so (laughs) that is true for sure. I do love networking groups. We've gone Mm -hmm. to a few um, networking things and, and remember the woman, the Senator, wasn't she a oh, senator? she was
0: amazing.
1: And I walked in the room, yeah. totally judging. I was like, "Okay, she's about 80. Eight hundred. <laughs> yeah. I was
0: like, "What am I going to
1: learn from her?" And yet, she was the most influential person on me at that event. So she was. Um, I think I'm always receptive. You know, I could be, and I tend to just be that leader, right? So whether I am. In a you know, I'm the room mom at my son's school, mm-hmm. which I'll tell you, Rachel Hollis. Thank you for telling me I don't have to be a part of the PTO and volunteer at my son's school because <laughs> this year after this year, You're I not. am not. Um, anyhow, and I want to talk about Rachel in a minute as well, but um, I tend to just be a leader, like I want to see it go to the next level, which was really hard in school because mm-hmm. I was a challenging student. Um, but anyway, so I just tend to want to to move forward. But I, I observe in all circumstances, even if I'm at a restaurant, how that management mm-hmm. is supporting their wait staff, or I am just constantly watching things around me, different types of leadership roles. And even though I'm not in the restaurant business, um, I definitely can tell you that all those things I learn from. So yeah. I do lots of education. I did attend Brendan's um coaching um course where I was certified as a high performance coach. That was fabulous because the great thing is being around like minded people. Mm-hmm. I can't say that enough. Yeah. So any kind of education, any- like we loved listening to Brendan prior to actually taking the course. Um but to be there with like-minded people that might've been, sorry, Brendan, but that might've been my most favorite part was being in a room with all kinds of people that thought like I did, right. that were really, truly leaders. Um, and to be a coach, so it was a coaching program, obviously, but to be a coach, you have to be a leader. Mm-hmm. And so I love surrounding myself. I, I guess the biggest key takeaway would be Surround yourself with people that you know are in the business of leadership, or Mm -hmm. even that woman, she may be a stay at home mom, but she kills it. She's the leader of her house. She's the leader of her house. So, so I don't know that it's. I'm hung up on titles or roles, right? Right. Obviously people like Brendan, Rachel Hollis. So Rachel Hollis was a great influence. Um, I should probably follow her more than I do. Uh Um, but I loved her book, um, girl, stop apologizing because it really just reinforced, um, as a woman, stop apologizing for your roles in leadership. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. And don't forget to visit our website for your free download on how to discover your true identity at LiveLoveGiveLead.com. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram.
0: And as always, live your best life, love unconditionally, give generously, and lead by example.